Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is episode number 10.5. We're doing another special from a Manchester United perspective with King Momula. Please sit back, enjoy the show. Um, if you like, subscribe, uh, share, follow us. Um, it really will mean a lot to us. Um, and as well, if you like, you can uh, you know follow us on Twitter at PodcastCBF. Thank you. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, how you doing today? Very good, brother. How you doing, man? Not too bad, not too bad. You know, it's um it's an exciting day, you know, on the eve of um our big important game tomorrow. So, you know, it's there's always, that's always something, you know, um positive to look forward to. Nice. I know, yeah. This weekend is gonna be huge, man. Especially after the you know, catching that that leads game. Um yeah. You know the the game against Leeds really spurred me on, man. It really like I don't know. I feel good after that. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, Leeds is coming for us, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. They're they're coming for a lot of teams. They're coming for everybody. But like, um, uh, I think they 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 have that feeling of uh, Sheffield United. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Just uh, la- last season, anyway, not this season. And uh, the thing with them is that they're so battle hardened that they they because you know in the championship you play about four more uh, is it four more games? Um, so right. there's 24 teams, right? So you're playing about 23 and games. Then, yeah, they play like 40, 44 games. Yeah, I think 44 exactly. or 45. Yeah, of what? I think it might be 46. I mean, I think it might be okay. 46 games. Yeah, they play a lot of games. So they're, they're a battle-hardened team because the the games that they have to play is nonstop. You know what I mean? But nonstop. So for them, this is like, oh, we get a week off. The only thing that I always say is, you know, you're coming up this season. Uh, you're doing you're doing so good. You're looking so, so hot. Um Everybody scouts you. Eventually, everybody finds you out. And that's the key thing. So, I like Biesla, man. Biesla is such a great coach. Uh, I just, uh, I don't know if he can, I don't know if the Premier League would just sit back and wait for them to just run things mm-hmm. uh, as they go. But it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see them, yeah, you know. Definitely. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was kind of a little bit pissed off because of Bamford. Bamford scored a hat-trick. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I didn't even put this guy in my fantasy team. I need to put him there because I keep seeing him, but I'm like, nah, he's like another team of Pookie. He may score goals, but then he'll be off, you know? You know, but, yeah, he, get, he gave me like 17 points today. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, and and, and he's going to give you more because of the bonus, right? The bonus exactly. is going to... Exactly. Yeah. So you yeah. know he's he's my striker with um um Kevin uh, Lewin and um you know Jimenez. Uh, wow! I should right. have done that. I, I have Calvin uh, Lewin yeah. and Jimenez, but I've been looking for a third striker. I'm like, should I get Kane? But I don't have money to buy Kane. Right. So, so I should have been looking up. Do I might because I might have to you know take Bruno out and you know maybe add money so that maybe I can have money and Salah you know in this in the same team right because I I know yeah. those guys you know they're always going to have you know at least you know 15 goals you know each and every season right plus yes but the problem the problem with both of them and having that expensive 
by, uh, uh, both of them at the same time is when one scores a lot, the other one sometimes doesn't put in a lot of points. Exactly. I'm not, so some days Salah you, you can either yeah. maybe go for Sterling, <laughs> maybe. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe Pulisic. I think he might come good as well. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Pulisic helped me last a lot last season. Um, I was just I, I I just left him because of he wasn't starting like he was injured. Yeah. So I left him out. But Pulisic he does put up a lot of points, but they do it on a streaky basis. So just watch out. There's gonna be like a list of games that are gonna come up, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, these next five games, Pulisic will put minimum at least six points yeah. for you. Minimum, you know. Um. But anyway, that 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 game it's crazy to see. It's crazy to see how Leeds are doing, and uh, it's good to see too. I want them to do well. Mm-hmm. I also want Villa to do well. I want Villa to win that game, but uh, you know, either way, it's what it is. Remember you know? my prediction? I said that Villa they're going to be you know finishing thirteenth. Thirteenth? Yeah, yeah. I I I I didn't. I don't think Villa are gonna do too hot this season. But you also remember you said that there's gonna be a surprise this oh, it season. Might, it might be Leeds. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> it might be Leeds. Yeah, it might be. It might be. You know, <laughs> like with Leeds. with the way they play, they're so aggressive. Like you know, you can you can see that you know they're working as a team, right? Like you know, and that's what Leicester was doing yeah. in 2015, right? You know, like that season, uh, Leicester was like uh, you know working, effort, you know, like tirelessly. And that's what yeah. you need. You need the team that's gonna push, you know, push hard, you know, mm-hmm. to get, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to get those points. Whether they lose or draw, like them, yeah. they're always, you know, putting in the same fight. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, the fight. That's what Rio said. And when Rio said this stuff, I, um, uh, I didn't think, I didn't think of, I didn't, I've, I've thought of it before, but I didn't think of it this way. He said, the best teams. You have to be. You have to be difficult to play against. Right. He's like that's what the best teams do. They're so difficult. Like you're not gonna go there. Sometimes some teams will starve you off the ball. Mm-hmm. Some teams will give you the ball, but they will starve you off space. Right. You know. So, um. And I was thinking about I was like, yeah, that is true. I was I was thinking of my own my own. I'm like, let me see if I can tie that into my own team, mm-hmm. my own kids that play and. My kids that, that that play, these kids are, you know, just beasts, man. They're, you know, they I mean they 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 got promoted to tier one this season. Yeah. But uh, originally they were in tier two. And they are so hard to play against. Anytime I see the other team playing against them, I can just see them like frustrated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I never thought of it that way. Cause I'm always like, I you know, I when I coach them, I always coach them to be like fit, aggressive, physical, in your face. But now, when I think of it, I'm like, yeah, that is true. My team, I mean, it's just kids, right? Like, but even at that level, those kids are so difficult to play against. Mm-hmm. Imagine top-tier level, elite level of football, where it's like everybody is just on another level. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, it was cool. It's cool. It's cool to hear that, and it's cool to see, you know, hear that insight. Like, we know this, but it's just when they say it, it's like. Ah, yeah, that is true, actually. I mm-hmm. never, you know, sometimes I don't think about it. I just say, hey, guys, we just want to make sure that we want to restrict this. We want to uh, uh, lock this down. We want to take advantage of this. And then you can see the other team struggle. And you're like, huh. You know, now when I sat back and I thought of it, I'm like, yeah, that is true. He's so right. Anyway, but um, let's get into the the real meat of the show today, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm excited. You know? I'm excited. You know, I'm <laughs> definitely excited. You know, um, 
to be on this show and uh, for all our viewers that are going to be you know listening to us you know wherever you might be in the world welcome to the show it's about to get down right now yeah yeah it's about to get down so that last last uh, uh episode that uh, it, it went it went off the rails you know obviously uh we have some chelsea fans saying some controversial things Definitely. um but yeah and and we had to explain a lot of things but i don't think obviously that uh due to how antagonizing that uh, that whole situation was i don't think that uh uh, we were going to really get some meaningful dialogue across. So I wanted to use this section to like just open up and just have a chat and just talk about, obviously, we're going to talk about PSG. And we're going to talk about the preview over to, to Chelsea now. Um, but uh, starting off with that last game, and I want us to take it back. Now that you have some time to think through things and nobody's interrupting you, just to say your own piece on how that last game felt for you, man. How did you feel? And leading up into the Chelsea game coming up this weekend, right? Um, how are you feeling, man? Okay, so uh, you know, um, viewers, viewers, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that that last game against PSG was, you know, like um, I think it could have been like you know another turning point, you know, for us, mm-hmm. you know, because we literally like you know needed that so bad, you know. I yeah. don't think people understand, you know, the um how crucial, you know, winning that game was for us. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everything was just like, you know, it went according to plan. You know, yep. in, in terms of like, you know, boosting, you know, the squad's morale, the sharpness, you know, and also, you know, just getting getting the team together, you know, like uh, the team looks like, you know, they're a team now, you know, because before when we played like, you know, Crystal Palace, we didn't really look like a team. You know, and yeah. I can see as games are going by, United is really like, you know, the whole squad is getting united again, you know, and that's what yeah. that's what was missing. So mm-hmm. um to you know, to uh to go back again to like, you know, that PSG game, man, like, you know, my emotions are just like, you know, they were just like, you know, out of you know, out of space because you know, I I was I was so happy, like, you know, I haven't been happy uh, you know, watching a United game, you know, with um, a full intensity, like, you know, the whole 90 minutes were just, like, you know, intense. You know, we yes. we, get, we get in our all. Yeah. You know, even though, exactly. you know, like, when I had predicted, you know, the lineup, I kind of, you know, missed, you know, here and there. But, like, I think, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tactic-wise, I predicted, like, you know, we're going to do that. And uh, again, it's a mm-hmm. Chelsea game. I think we might, you know, pull another surprise, you know, for everybody, that, you know, that's looking down, you know, looking down on us. Yeah. I yeah. I, I do like, you know, how um, Ole, you know, did, um, you know, the lineup. The lineup was, mm-hmm. you know, was very um, critical to the results that yeah. we got, you know. So if we need, um, if we need, you know, to be a team of... Um, you know, of high, you know, of high goals and um, vision, then we need to like, you know, set up a team of players that are going, you know, that are really giving everything, you know, to the squad. Because mm-hmm. you can see that mm-hmm. PSG game, everybody gave in their all. Nobody was, mm-hmm. you know, nobody was, you know, really um, messing around. Like, you know, it was business. And that's what United mm-hmm. DNA is. You know, United is all mm-hmm. about, you know, giving in your all. Whether you are like yeah. you know, whether you you're a Manchester United standard or or not, 
at least when you know when you're called in for the job give in your all that's all we ask for yeah. and the players you know they answered that you know they they exactly. also saved you know Ole's job you know cuz i think you know if Ole had lost that game and then he, uh, you know he lost against chelsea again and then against uh, arsenal i think that yeah. would have been you know that would have been it for him yeah mm-hmm. Now, it's good that you mentioned that uh, if anything happens or if they had lost the game, it could have been the beginning of the end. Right. But now, this is two, this is two wins, right, on the back of, uh, you know, uh-huh. the Newcastle. And, yeah, so uh, when we look at this, uh, like, what is the odds of us maintaining this form into – because we have some real strict games coming up now, like Chelsea, Arsenal – Leipzig, Everton, these are not like games where you can be like, yeah, you know, it's a Newcastle mm-hmm. game or it's um, Crystal uh, Palace, you know, I know these, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, this is like high, like high level, high intensity games coming up. So, what are the odds? Like, how do you see Ole's chances coming up into these games? You think Ole can pull off these wins now? Okay, you know what? I think from uh, you know these next um, three, I'll just you know a little bit cover you know the next three games you know which is uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, and then uh, you know um, um, the Champions Wednesday. League exactly right. So yeah, uh, with that being said, it, you know these are like you know tough games and they would demand a lot from our players. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know in order you know for us to have you know anything good come out of it we need you know we need to be sharp we need to be you know uh the squad needs to be rotated a little bit i know for maybe one or two of those games we might draw okay you know just because you know if that's if if all is not like you know using using the players rightly if he's going to use you know the players yeah. that he has you know like uh rotate uh start uh start van der beek you know um Start Fred, start Matic, whoever you know, like rotation is going to be very vital at this stage because yeah. we can, yeah, you know, the game, the game against Chelsea, Chelsea is coming for revenge, so we yeah. need to be, you know, we need to be smart. And you know, then right after we have Champions League, you know, um, RB lives, you know, is not a small team that you know we need to, mm-hmm. we need to take advantage of, you know, this is. A team that we're going to need to be hundred percent on. So yeah. I see, yeah. you know, if I had to predict and say, you know, how is Ole going to like, you know, uh, survive <laughs> this, you know, this craziness, which, you know, which is before us, you know, starting in from tomorrow. I think it's just going to be a matter of, you know, how well he can, uh, you know, talk to the players, you know, motivate them. Like, you know, if you don't play in this game, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that, you know, you're not going to play, in, you know, in the next one. You know, just, you know, but when you're called in for the job, please do your job. It's going to be, you know, yeah. it's going to come down to that. You know, because I think we do have, you know, especially like, you know, in the midfield. I personally feel, you know, we we have the depth. You oh, know, yeah, we do absolutely. Have the but the issue is, you know, how to use those players, right? You know, so if we, but wouldn't you go ahead? Yeah, sorry, you go ahead. Oh, okay, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Sorry to cut you off, but wouldn't you say that um, Oleg is kind of learning it now because that PSG game, Oleg did something that I have not seen him do 
in I don't think I've seen him do this in a long – in fact, in his whole tenure with uh, uh, Manchester United. Um, he went into that game, and the game was 1-1, right. right? And he was like, wait a minute. This PSG team are not that good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after their throat. So he now substituted energy, which was in TELUS, for, you know, a little bit of elegance and class in right. Pogba. You know what I mean? So – you were looking. We were looking at a game where, uh, oh, we were kind of like, okay, it's one-one. We maybe if we if we if we tie one-one, we'll say, okay, unlucky. If we lose, ah, that sucks. But he was like, no, I need to go for this. And then he brought in Pogba in the you know uh, later stages of the second half, and all of a sudden we started to control mm-hmm. the game. So wouldn't we say that Ole right now is starting to learn how to figure that out? Isn't that something that we? He can start to put up there and, and say that this guy is actually he's learning and he's getting it, you know. So, um, you know, I'm so glad that you know actually like you know brought up those points. So the first point that I'd like to make is you know, um, Ole, you know, took advantage of you know the um the extra substitutes that we have. So uh-huh. that was you know he played to his advantage, you know, because he he had a lot of you know um class you know on the bench. You know, and uh, yes. for him to like, you know, say, you know what, I I know, you know, tell us, you know, like, you know, you're doing great in this game, blah blah blah. But I need a different dynamic, you know, uh, to this game. And you know, you, you go and bring in a different way of play. You know, and PSG mm-hmm. got confused because that's what you need. You as a coach, you need to like, you know, yeah. be very versatile. You know, if you see, yeah, uh, that you know this plan is not really working out for you, then you know, switch up a little bit. Because you know, yeah, you know, imagine if we had kept you know all the players that we had, you know, kept on Martial, kept on uh, who else was was out. Um, uh, tell us who was the, the other substitute who came off. Tell us, uh, anyway, I yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, to I go can't back, remember. you know, then he brought in you know a, a whole different set of players, you know, he brought in um, James, he brought in um. Pogba, he brought in Van der Beek. So in that, again, you know, yes. to some to some extent, he brought in an attacker who can, you know, also be, be good on, you know, on, on counter-attacks. You know, mm-hmm. and he took off mm-hmm. a defender who was Telus, you know, and then he brought in a forward who can, you know, who can add a different value. Because if you brought in Pogba, yeah. you brought in Van der Beek, the game style changed. So by then, in Pogba, yeah. you have somebody who can hold up the play and, you know... Then you mm-hmm. can rely on counterattacks, you know, because you have mm-hmm. gem, you still have gems because mm-hmm. you know gems. The work rate is you know is it, not that great, but it's still good. So yeah, he gives he gives Ole, a decent know, Ole definitely job. Yeah, did learn you know on how to you know utilize what he had you know against that PSG game. Mm-hmm. That was masterclass from him. And yeah. I think we're going to see more of it, you know, uh, in the next coming you know games. And I have seen Ole, mm-hmm. you know. I wish the Premier League had, you know, um, went ahead and uh, said, you know, the five substitutes was still, you know, on for, you know, for the for the Premier League. Would have, United would have, you know, a higher chance more than anybody else, you know, <laughs> of winning the league. Because even, uh, even this year after the, you know, um, the COVID break, you know, when we, when we had, you know, the five uh, substitutes, you know, United did really great. Yeah. You know, because Ole, you know, yeah. then it plays into his hands. You know, he can use what he mm-hmm. has. 
you know, to get the results. And definitely, yeah. I think no. even this year, you know, we are going to be a problem as long as, you know, our players, you know, they, they, they stay focused because it's going to be a matter mm. of, you know, how focused are you? Because we have a lot of, you know, competitions that we're in. We have, you know, the mm-hmm. FA Cup, mm-hmm. you know, um, a Carabao Cup, Premier League and Champions League. Like, that's a mm-hmm. lot. That's a lot of competition and everybody's going to get game time. But it's, yep. it's a matter of, you know, how well are you going to do when I call you for the job? That's the mm-hmm. thing. You know, because the tactics, you know, I still feel like, you know, all is it still has, you know, a little bit of work to do in terms of, you know, sometimes I think he makes the substitutions a little bit late. Mm-hmm. So, you know, tactically, I think he, you know, he needs a little bit of, you know, a reshape as well, you know, when to make this, you know, substitutes. You know, during the Feggy time, yeah. we knew, you know, when 65 minutes, you know, it approached 65 to 70 minutes, oh, definitely you're going to see, you know, some changes. Sometimes, you know, Feggy yeah. would bring in, you know, all three substitutes, you know, at the same time. But Ole yeah. usually leaves it like, you know, 85 minutes. Like, what are you going to do in five minutes? Mm-hmm. You know, those late yeah. changes are only good if you're if you're winning. But if you're losing, yeah. well, go the, ahead. Mm-hmm. but the thing is, in defense of him, and uh, he didn't have those many that many options last season. This season, I think he has some decent options that he can rely on. Um, you know, he has McTominay, Fred. And even though we don't rate McTominay that high, he can still, as you can see in the PSG game, he can still give you something, right? So um, finally, he has people who he can call on. He has Van der Beek, Mata, even though I, I think Mata is kind of done, but he still is working hard for the team and still putting up good, uh, a good performances when he's on the pitch, right? So um, last season, if he had tried to call up to them or call on to them when it was desperate he needed help that much they probably wouldn't do too much but now with van der beek on the team and uh somebody like Telles on the team i feel like huh he can do way more than he can do because imagine now he played five at the back he took off pogba all of a sudden he takes off Telles, he brings on pogba and then game is changing and all of a sudden he can bring on van der beek he can bring on you know uh, uh, even now even as much as uh, i think cavani was not the best buy, still, he can give you an option because then Cavani, Cavani coming in at this age uh, is exactly. experienced, right? So you bring him on the field and then see what... So he has the options this season. Last season, I can say, the reason why he left it to 85 minutes because when he looks at the bench, oh, God, you know what I mean? But Versus you know now, when he looks at the bench and he's playing mm-hmm. into form, it's a lot better, right? Right. So And, you know, I kind of agree with you to some point and also uh looking at you know um from another perspective i think it would be good for the coach even though like you know you look at what we had last year some players they needed mm-hmm. trust like yes the coach believes in me so yes. whether you know yes. we have let me tell you like an example i'll just give you an example like you know james Muna. he's not mm-hmm. he's not that great but like you know, when you when you put in trust in somebody, say you know what, you know, I trust you. Do g- give me whatever mm-hmm. you can. The players, you know, they they will give you hundred percent. So even though like you know we did not yeah. have you know the best players you know on the bench, but if you had trusted, 
trusted them enough to say, you know what, whatever the case, I trust you. Go out there, do what you can. I think you'll still be good. Mm -hmm. Some players, they need a little bit of trust. And, you know, the yeah. failure, you know, pe uh, people are scared to disappoint. You know, players have to be, you mm -hmm. know, really scared to say, you know what, I do not want to disappoint the gaffer. That was the thing with Fagi. Mm -hmm. Fagi had, you know, an average squad. But they were all scared. Yeah, yeah they most were all, times, yeah. Uh, most of the time, yeah, the, the squad wasn't... It, it, it was her. Most of the time towards the end exactly. of his Look, tenure. We yeah. beat, we beat, uh, yeah. we beat Arsenal, you know, 8-2 with seven defenders. <laughs> you yeah. know, seven defenders in the lineup. Actually, you see, and... Yeah, I remember. Some yeah. of those players, you know, they were not even like, you know, first choice. But the thing is, Mm -hmm. You have to, you know, trust your players and say, you know what? If I give you an opportunity, go out there. And players, are, they were mm -hmm. so scared to disappoint him. They give in their yeah. all. So even Ole, I think, you know, he still needed to give these players a little bit of, you know what? A pat on the back, like, you know, just, you know, I trust you. You you wear that shirt, mm -hmm. know what, the, you know, wearing that shirt means to you. Go give, him, go mm -hmm. give me your all. You know, and mm. this year, I think, yeah, we do have, you know, excellent, you know, uh, the bench is, you know, good. Even though there's still, you know, some work which need, needed to, you know, needs to be done. But the issue mm. of trust, you know, trusting the players that you have is really important, you know. And I feel, you know, yeah. we've been lacking on that part, you know, with United, you know, in the latter years. Mm-hmm. No, no, make such good, solid points, man. Really, really great, solid points. Now, I'm going to jump into a couple of individuals uh, real quick just to kind of wrap yeah. up the game. Um, and uh, looking on here, um, you know, obviously we kind of touched a little bit on Twanzebe mm -hmm. yesterday, but to start off with Telus' uh, first performance on the team, uh, what do you think? How did he, how did he do? Uh, so... Uh... So tell us, you know, I haven't, you know, before United, I haven't really like, you know, seen the guy like, you know, how he plays and all, you know, I'll be honest about that, right? You know, yeah. I've only seen like, you know, videos of him, yeah. you know, the highlights, you know, on what he can do, the free kicks, the crossing, you know, and he's, he's amazing, yeah. you know, for, you know, mm -hmm. to be brought in in your first game against PSG, you know, in a high intensity game. The guy did so amazing, yeah. you know. I cannot tell you how proud I am, you know, to call him, you know, our own player. You know, the guy did amazing. You know, if you yeah. look at, you know, his, um, you know, his tracking back, uh, you know, his crossing, his passing was on point. So, you know, and I feel, mm -hmm. you know, we've been missing somebody who can, you know, deliver the ball, uh, you know, into the box. Yeah, like him. Into the box. We've been yeah. missing that point. And also, you know, adding Cavani to our, our current squad, you know, he's also going to play into uh, Teller's, um, you know, abilities as well because, you know, he's just going to, you know, throw those balls in, you know, into the into the box and we're going to score more because, you know, with Martial last season, yeah. like, I don't really know how much, like, Martial scores in terms of, uh, you know, like, you know, the headers, blah, 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 you know, and a lot of crosses have been, you know, going well, in, that... going into the box unattended. Well, I will say that the the crosses are not quality though. Like if this is this turns back to that thing, that conversation that we were having again yesterday about Giroud and Martial. And Martial has been feeding off scraps. Like if people don't understand, if you if you watch United day day after day, you would know this that Martial 
feeds off scraps. Like some of the yeah, balls they that they put in, either it's not, it's not, it's not pure. It's mm-hmm. not. It doesn't have quality. It's. Not, it doesn't sit properly on the air, so that you can go attack it, or even on the ground. Sometimes it doesn't even exactly. get to him. There's exactly. Four or five around. Right? You see, so, so um, you know, all I was trying to say is, you know, like I'm just trying to appreciate, you know, tell us, you know, on like, you know, the qualities that he has added, yeah. and also, you know, a lot of our strikers they are going to benefit, you know, because if you look at, you know, uh, look show Brendan Williams, you know, um, Bisaka, what do they? You know, they don't yeah. really do a, a lot in terms of, like, you know, bringing in the balls, no. you know, from the wings, you know, into the box. And also, sometimes, you know, you mm-hmm. find that, you know, that's why Masio is, you know, very vital to us because, you know, he holds up the play. You know? So yes, that hold exactly. up play is really, 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 really important. Yeah. And and it, it, just to touch on that real quick, um, not a, I don't want to make this a Lukaku bashing contest, but, like, I think, you know, Everybody goes in and they see Lukaku scoring goals for Inter, and I watch I watch Inter a lot. I, I actually sit down and I watch that those guys. They score yes, Lukaku scores a lot of goals. But I'll tell you something, Lukaku, when it comes to the way United play and the way this team isn't as you know the they're not supported in a in a clear out in a clear defined approach to attack. I I don't think there's a real a defined approach to attack sometimes or patterns uh, for them to work with. I have seen Lukaku play with Inter and when sometimes the ball comes in on his feet, he doesn't know how to find the other exactly. midfielder in front yeah. of him. You know what I mean? The supporting midfielder, he doesn't. Martial, on the other hand, knows how to do that well. Now, now don't get me wrong. Like Some people will say, oh, you know, this is crazy that I'm making this statement. No, like 80% of the time, Lukaku can hold the ball up and find his midfielders. But at United, where the the possession, when it comes to you uh, and when we have it, that is it. You know what I mean? That is your only opportunity to actually do something proper with the ball. He, uh, uh, I, I, he struggled with that. I've seen him struggle with that. And that's where when you see Marcio, Marcio comes in, ball comes in, holds it well, feeds it to his uh, uh, supporting midfielder, Bruno, or he may take a dribble, a dribble, do a couple of things, and then set up somebody else. Like Marcel does so much that I think a lot of people don't understand. And I keep saying it: he was feeding off scraps last season. There was a point, there was a time when crosses weren't coming in, uh, uh, balls weren't coming into him. Nobody was passing him the ball. He had to go deep to get the ball mm-hmm. to even do something with it. So he's such an underrated uh, very, uh, forward. Very. And I think some of the words that. When you hear what school says, no, um, I'm just all, like, really? You know, it's all coming out of hatred, I think. And also, you know, just because it's not English, you know, like, there's like yeah. 22 oh, yeah. goals yeah, and nine assists. Enough. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. I, you know, in I know. all competitions, you know, yeah, no. that, that's that's crazy. And, co- you know, looking at, I you know, know what, we, what we had, you know, in the team, you know, like, Masio is acting like, you know, a midfielder, he's acting like a striker, a winger, everything. You know, yeah. he's not giving yeah. he's not giving enough, you know, props. You know, people are not giving him enough credit, you know, yeah. all because of, you know, his body language. That's mm-hmm. who he is. You know, not everybody yeah. can be, you know, exactly. a Ronaldo, you know, somebody who walks into the room and, you know, everybody, you know, just, you know, bows down. No, some players, you know, yeah. they are who they are. You know, with Marcio, give yeah. Marcio and Van der Beek yeah. and Bruno. Oh, and oh, man. You know, you're going to see a different, okay. you know, a different striker in him because he needs that help yeah. of, you know, like, you know, 
opening up spaces because you know all the goals that most of the goals that he scored he started there you know he was involved in all those goals he created yeah. it he yeah. created a little bit of space makes a run you know goes pass back you know passes the ball back you know he creates another space and then shoots go you know and mm-hmm. people are not looking at all that People are not looking at all that because mm-hmm. Masio is really well, great. Like, you know, put Masio and another um I would I would be more than happy, like, you know, if we did go with, you know, um, you know, two strikers, he would benefit more. You know, mm-hmm. look at the games. Yeah, look at the exactly. games that uh, you know, Masio had played with, you know, uh Rashford, you know, like very close to each other. You know, when there's some games when Rashford, you know, were was cutting inside, they scored more goals. Yeah. You know, because of that, that help. But like, you yeah. know, when you isolate Masio, then yeah. you're going to think like, you know, ah, he's trash. Give him a little bit of, yeah, you know, a exactly. little bit of support. And you're going to see a whole different player in him. Somebody who can score us, you know, this season, mm-hmm. like, you know, 25 goals, you know, just in the Premier League. Yeah. I can see, I can see that happening. And, and yeah. Yeah. And granted, Marcio has bad games. Like, I, I think, some people think that uh, when we start defending him, oh, we're acting like, oh, he's the be-all, end-all. He has bad games. Like, I've seen him play some bad games where he struggles. But either way, you can always see the way, the intelligence that he has. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of intelligence. I'm going to now jump over real quick um, to Rashford, which is, you know, I, I which I know he frustrates you a lot. I know you, uh, when you watch him on the pitch, you're like, oh, my God, this Big. guy, what are you doing? Rashford, what, what, you know, what do you think about him? And uh, uh, when you look back now to the game and you've calmed down a little bit and the emotions no. are not running high, what do you... Rashford what, for me as yeah. always, you know, because I expect a lot more from him. Because he's a very, very yes. talented player. But, um, you know, sometimes he, he does way too much when he doesn't need to. Sometimes, you know, you do not mm-hmm. need to show skills like, you know, you're Ronaldo or blah, blah, blah. And then you end up losing the ball. Sometimes just be simple. You know, be mm-hmm. simple and um, mm-hmm. pass the ball. If you cannot, you know, I, yeah. as well as, you know, if you cannot, um, if, you, if, you, if you don't feel like, you know, you're going to score or whatsoever, at least, you know, give it to the next person. Sometimes he is too selfish. He holds up the ball too much and loses out. But in that PSG mm. game, you know, like yeah. definitely yesterday, you know, I went back and, uh, you know, I was like, you know, let me just focus on, you know, I was focusing on Fred and um, and um, Rashford. I was like, let me just, focus, you know, I'll just keep yeah. my eyes on these two players. And oh man, oh yeah. man, you know, Rashi, even if like, you know, he missed those two points, you know, the the guy's yeah. work rate was, you know, amazing. You know, you can see that, you know, this this yeah. person, you know, he gave in his all, just like, you know, everybody else, right? But, like, you know, at the end of the day, um, that was a solid performance from him, you know, and I'll still stick with, you know, with my 8 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he made me, he, no, he made me proud. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, in the past, I used to, I used to criticize him quite a bit. I've, I've been, I've been quite harsh actually in a sense uh, uh, on him, but I've learned to appreciate the guy more and more. The more I see him, because I'm like, these guys, there may come a point we may never be able to watch them play, you know, together again. 
Um, and I just, my own, my only prayer I've always asked is please let them be coached properly. That's my only thing. Let them be coached properly. And I think that, um, uh, I think when I look back, you know, the, what, that was one of my original beefs yeah. with Oli because Oli, I'm like, Oli, you have this talent and you're putting up stinkers of games. You know what I mean? Like we'll have weird, like I, the, I remember last season, I guess West Ham, I think they beat us 2-1 or 3-2 or something like that um, at, uh, at uh, the stadium, Olympic Stadium or whatever it's called. And um, I was so frustrated. I'm like, you have, you, we would not have this type of, like United always produce great young talent, but I don't know if we will ever have those t- two, Martial and Rashford together. You know what I mean? It's almost like watching Dwight York and Andy Cole again. But instead of them being just pure out-and-out strikers, you're looking at guys who can actually play football, like dribble, move around, speed, pace, you know? So uh, in the rawest form, I don't think we'll have them like this in another, uh, uh, you know, five years or so. So I want to enjoy them. That's the, that's the key thing. And, and when I watch Rashford play, like when this kid came out the first, first time, he burst out of the blocks. Like he was amazing. Like, I remember the game against City where he scored that goal. I was like, oh, my God, this kid is a wonder kid. Where did he come from, right? Um, and he broke through the main, the, the main team. And then um, he kind of, like, dipped a little bit. Then under Mourinho, he looked off. Um, and then now he looks like he's, uh, uh, he's back on track again. So I, I just want him to be successful. I want, I want everything great for him. And another thing, too, there's something that we had never mentioned on this show is um, uh, what they call it, his MBE. You know, this kid is actually doing a lot for uh, 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 kids uh, 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 food out in uh, yeah, the UK. And uh, so big, big ups to him. He's, he's such a good human being. Yeah, such a good human being. So I, I, I've really, like, he's, he's changed me a lot in terms of the way I look at him and, um, you know, and, and I always kind of look at these uh, footballers with like, man, you have all this mm-hmm. money and you don't want to do anything, but you know, the way he carries himself is such a staple, staple kid. Anyway, I, I, I like, I like what I see from both of them, but yeah. Anyway, jumping on to the next piece here. Um, okay. We're going to, we're going to one last thing. So mm-hmm. right. He, he managed to uh, perform very right. well in that last game. Now, do you think uh, with Maguire would have been able to get the same performance out of, you know, out of that team or uh, PS- out of that game on P- uh, against PSG? Definitely not. Because, you know, lot, eh? uh, with Tuanzebe, you have somebody who's, uh, you know, who can read the game. Maguire can barely read the game. Uh, yeah. In Tuanzebe, you have somebody... Really? Nothing can read the game? So, um, okay. with Tuanzebe, you know, you have somebody that can, you know, read the game better and also make everybody around him be a better player. So, when I say, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Maguire cannot really, you know, read the game, is, you know, I mean that, you know, he's not able to, you know, influence those around him. You know, with Maguire, mm. you know, he he's going to wait, you know, until... It's too late for him to to actually like you know say you know what Lindelof you need to kind of you know 
do this and do that. Exactly. Cover that but guy. Tuan Zede, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, just because um, it's in the DNA for him, like, you know, he knows what United is all about. And to, for you to be a United centre-back, mm-hmm. you need to be able to, like, you know, voice out. Even the reason why Smalling was uh, better as well is because, you know, Smalling is very vocal. So, you know, if mm. we had Maguire in that game against PSG, man, I think it would have been a whole different ball game. <laughs> exactly. Mbappe would have been smiling. Oh, man, <laughs> you know, I'm having, you know, a nice dinner today. Because, you know, with Tuanzebe was, mm-hmm. you know, reading the game. If if you want, go back and watch that game. Just look at how Tuanzebe was, you know, directing, you know, Lindelof. Directing, you know, look show. Yo, move, yeah. you know? And thank God there's no fans, you know, these yeah. days, you know, so you can sometimes, you know, hear a little bit of, you know, the interaction of what goes hear. on the pitch. Yeah. So with Tuanzebe yeah. being there, you know, it was so amazing. But out, I'm not really sure how, you know, him and Maguire would work on the same team because, you know, um, I think it's just, I like, you know, Tuanzebe and the Lindelof partnership. Because Lindelof, you know, listens at least. But, you know, with Maguire, I don't think he's going to be able to, like, you know, listen to, you know, a kid. You know what I mean? Like, yo, move here, move there. You know what I mean? Because Tuanzebe was directing yeah, everything. Yeah. Tuanzebe is fast, you know, physical. Um, like, just a complete player. Yeah. He can win balls in the air. Maguire is, you know, he can win balls in the air. But when we expect him to win balls in the air, he doesn't even, you know, try to jump. All because of, you know, lack of communication yeah. between yeah. him and uh, his, you know, uh, partners in the back. Because you need to communicate better. Don't take mm-hmm. out your own player. Yeah. No, don't take out your own player. No. Try to, you know, communicate. Did you see a clash, you know, in the last, uh, you know, in our PSG game, Tuanzebe or with another United player? No. Because everything was well communicated. You know, no. in that game, it looked like, you know, Tuanzebe was the captain. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, you know, the vice, mm. you know, the vice to uh, Bruno. Because Bruno was, you know, organizing, Bruno, you know, yeah. um, the, the midfield and going up. But like, you know, in the back, Tuanzebe was doing, you know, was doing what he can. And it paid off. And what I feel, yeah. I also, you know, I wanted to, you know, be, while I was here on Tuanzebe, I feel like, you know, Tuanzebe, um, Tuanzebe or Fosu Mensa, one of them might be one of those, you know, John O'Shea um, and um, West Brown type of, you know, players. Yeah, I West think Brown. they're going to be moved yeah. a little bit because Tuanzebe <clears throat> can also play midfield, you know, as a, a defensive midfield. Same yeah. as, you know, uh, Fosu Mensa. And we, we need yeah. that. But also, if you bring mm-hmm. uh, Tuanzebe to the midfield, then the defense might be a little bit shaky because I, I feel personally like, you know, we need him in defense than any other position. Well, what, I don't think Tuanzebe will ever play midfield, though. I think I think Ole is smart enough to know that mm-hmm. he is an out-and-out defender. And he can play right, right back, so, too. Um, yeah, yeah. Most most defenders, most most defenders, you grow up learning all four, right? You know, I I, I knew how to play left, right. So yeah, I knew all of them, right? Um, so I think that uh, 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 Tuan is. I think actually originally only planned for Tuan Zibi to partner Maguire, but I think what ended up happening was Tuan's injury screwed up a bunch of stuff, 
and then we'll buy oh, it always in you. So Oli, yeah, Oli ended up saying, "Okay, Lindelof is the guy that I'm gonna, you know, uh, uh, have right. as the support to Maguire." Now the problem is Maguire is horribly out of form, uh, and I know he scored the goal, and you know everybody's like, "Yes, you know Maguire, he only got it right," and I think Oli did get it get it right, but. I still saw some opportunities from Newcastle uh, where um, I was like, you could, you, they could have got up Maguire a little bit more, you know? But either way, it's what it is. Maguire had a decent game. But I think now with this type of game, back to build chemistry, you want your backline playing together in game after game after game. That's the only way they can build, build chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. And the only person that uh, it seems like that can partner to Azeb, as you said, is Lindelof. If you bring Maguire in, maybe Maguire could, but I think I still think Maguire has a lot to give. I just think that he needs a break. I personally think he needs a break. I, I know that Ole kind of proved us wrong uh, with Newcastle, but even that was Newcastle. Come on. You know, against, against Chelsea, look, look at what Yenner was saying yesterday. He's like, I'm licking my lips to ensure if – if Timo against Timo versus uh, 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 Maguire, you know what I mean. So um, I think that to an extent, if Maguire has a break, he gets some time off just so that he can mm-hmm. see the game from a different perspective. When he comes back, he will be ready to do his job, you know, and do and, and right. hopefully do it well. You know what I mean. So, but anyway, that's that's good. That's good. Now, the other person too you mentioned was Fred. You mentioned you watched Fred a lot, right? Uh, like, how did you think Fred, you did? Because Fred, for Fred, me, Fred, Fred was... Me, how do Fred you think for me did? would always be, you know, in my in my first 11. Because you need, you know, you, you need yes. that energy. Yes. Like, you know, it doesn't matter how many times, you know, you're going to, you know, uh, Meg, Fred, but, like, he's still going to get you when it matters the most. Because I like that battle between him and Exactly. Because Neymar. <laughs> Neymar dribbled him, like, you know, yeah. like, that battle was real. And like you know, Fred gives in his all. Yeah. Like I yeah. like that mentality. Like you know, never give up, keep pushing. You know, in all the big games no. uh, that we had last season, Fred was one of the most important players. You know, and Fred does mm-hmm. you know improve McTominay because McTominay is very poor at you know positioning. Yes. yes. He doesn't know how to read the game, mm-hmm. like you know. But Fred will be everywhere, you know, doing doing McTominay's mm-hmm. job, you know, doing his job, mm-hmm. you know. He gives in his all, and with Fred, uh, with um, you know, Chelsea has, you know, they have Jorginho and and Kato coming up, you know, tomorrow. You know, we definitely need a Fred in the midfield. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I don't care about like yeah. you know the talent people, you know, because when people look at talent, you know, they they look at dribbling, they look at this and that, you know. There's more to football than, you know, just those fancy things, you know? So I feel Fred, yes. you know, gives a lot more to the team. And that PSG game, oh, man, oh, man, he did amazing. Because if you look at people, you know, he was against um, Herrera, another solid, you know, midfielder, top mm-hmm. class. You know, then you have, you know, Danilo Pereira. Mm-hmm. You know, another, you know, uh, another solid midfielder yeah. that, you know, PSG just, you know, brought in. Those are like you know top class midfielders, yeah. you know. Then you also have mm-hmm. you know you have to look at uh, you know the strikers PSG had like you know Neymar, Mbappe, like you know Di Maria, like Fred covered you know 
<laughs> yeah. Half of you know, half of the the pitch. He gave in his own. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Definitely. Sorry, I thought you were going to say yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So no, 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 no. You like, can. You, you know, go ahead. You no go matter ahead. what, you know, no matter. Uh, I know some. You know, some games, Fred. You know, you miss a pass here and there. Like that. That's normal. As a football player, you know, you're going to have. You know, you can't always have. You know, perfect days. But like, I feel you know the guy. Mm. You know, brings in a lot to the team. You know. And yeah, no, I like. I, yeah, no, I like. I I I agree with everything you said. I I like Fred. I really do. I like the way he plays. I like his tenacity, and I think he is the one that after Herrera left should have been the one. Uh, uh, what they call it? Uh, uh, was it? Um, what's the word? I can't remember what the word, but uh, uh, assisting Pogba in a sense, right? Because he. Uh, Pogba doesn't like to track back. Like, he tracks back, but doesn't do it well. He doesn't do it well like Fred would, you know? So, um, and I th- I felt that Fred was going to be the guy. But for some reason, it seemed like uh, Ole never rated him that much. And I'm just like, why wouldn't you? This seems like the, you always talk about giving your heart, giving your all, fighting for the team, you know? And putting in work. And this felt like the guy, and granted, Matic for some time looked like the, 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 the guy, but Matic is getting old. You know, you, in the, the way the Premier League is now, like you see how Leeds are playing Man. so fast, so quick. You have a guy like Matic in there when they're zipping the ball left, right, and center, you need tenacity, you need energy. And now, obviously, Matic still has his own place in the team and he can still offer something. But I feel like, you know, uh, uh, I mean, this is my own opinion. And obviously, uh, I'm thinking more if this was how I ran my team. My teams, I love my midfielders to be dynamic, to be, to be tense, to make, make sure they move around, cover space, you know, uh, provide options and opportunities, right? So, uh, exactly. Fred fits the bill for all of that, you know? And I don't know why he's not so, as recognized as much as uh, I think he should one be. One of the problems yeah. that we have, you know, as United is, uh, you know, uh, sometimes our own fans because, you know, we as fans, sometimes, you know, we create, yeah. uh, you know, that um, toxic atmosphere. Sorry to say, yeah, sorry to say, I feel like yep. some people, yep. their own no, agenda, no, I agree know, with you. because, 100%. you know, you don't really, you know, like somebody as a person, you know, then you're going to say, you know what? You're going to start saying bad mm-hmm. things. And, you know, those, once you, you know, say something bad, then it spreads around. And Ole sometimes, you know, because Ole reads a lot, mm-hmm. you know. He sees all these things that we say, you know. Check out some of his, you know, interviews. He's like, oh, you know, I read this and that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Even what he said today about Mason, right? Like, you know, you can, you can see the guy, you know, he checks, yeah. you know, what goes on, you know, on social media. And I think sometimes, you know, he just needs, mm-hmm. you know, to trust his, you know, his gut. Don't always, you know, don't always, you know, um, mm-hmm. listen to what the papers are saying. Because a lot of papers, they don't really see what Fred is doing. Because they'll, they'll focus on, you know, on his mistakes. Rather than like, you know, the, the stuff that yes. he has done. And that's, and that's wrong. You cannot do it, mm-hmm. you know, because Fred, ever yeah. since Fred, you know, came to no. United, he has given in his, his all. He has given in, you know, he came in uh, in yeah. a team, you know, which which wouldn't really, you know, um, 
which wasn't balanced at all. But the guy came in and, you know, gave in 100%, 110%. So why won't you reward, you know, yep. somebody? And Fred is very coachable in my eyes. I think it's very coachable. If you just tell him that, you know what, Fred today, you know, you're going to be, you know, our defensive midfielder. I think he's going to do that job perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you yeah. know, the only reason why we see uh, inconsistency in Fred is just because of, you know, lack of trust from Ole. And... Yeah, and, exactly. And, and also lack of uh, game time. I feel I don't. I don't think he's been getting enough games, so he he. That's why you see the mistakes he makes, and mm-hmm. it's like that's odd. Why is he making that mistake? But then if you give him a string of games, all of a sudden, like, yeah, huh, exactly. okay, he's exactly. getting confident. He's getting you know, used to what Fred he's doing. That but... fighter that uh, you know yeah. that every team needs, like you know. Um... Everton, they have uh, Alan. Like, Alan is a very, he's a fighter as well. You know, and we all need that. You know, Chelsea have yeah. Kate. You know, like, you need that fighter in the team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I don't remember, you know, like, uh, if Kate is mm-hmm. not injured, like, you know, being dropped unnecessarily. No, I don't really remember. But you need, you know, to mm-hmm. give, yeah, you need to give the guy, you know, a good run oh. of games for him to improve. Because you do not expect Fred to improve, mm. you know, on um, uh, uh, you know, on his form if he's not given game time. You see, and it all comes back to tactics mm-hmm. again. Like you know, how are you setting up your yeah. team? Are you going to just go, you know, um, you know, with a fancy squad, or you're going to, you know, put in people that are going to give their all? You know, whether mm-hmm. they play bad or not, at least, you know, mm-hmm. let them, let them, you know, get some game time. And that that's been lacking sometimes, you know. Yeah. Maybe the changes will come, you know, a little bit too late. Like I said, sometimes you know the changes will be made, like you know, like like mm-hmm. later on. When you can boost, you know, what you mm-hmm. have, make what you have, you know, take the best out of it. You know. And mm-hmm. I hope, I really hope, you know, Fred tomorrow, you know, doesn't go on the bench. And I, I have a feeling, you know, Vanda, uh, Vanda Big might make, you know, his first start tomorrow. Definitely. He thinks in the big game against Chelsea, eh? Ooh. I think Ole is going to bench him. I think Ole, um, uh, uh, in my opinion, just the way Ole looks at things right now, Ole is one of those managers. Like, look, it took Ole this long to finally start saying, hey, I'm going to start playing. I'm going to make a substitution at the 65th minute, and I'm going to bring on an attacking sub- uh, player. Not in the sense of like attacking forward, winger, attacking, or, but like attacking you know, as an attacking midfielder, midfielder stuff like that. Yeah, I get you. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So for the first time, he did it in PSG. In my eyes, I don't, I can't remember off my head another time he's uh, done maybe, that to take the game maybe the the wolves. There was, there I think was a game against Wolves. Was I think. Big, like last, yeah, like last year. Yeah. Maybe, Okay, maybe maybe last year, I guess was, but see, it's so few that I can't even pick one right off the bat. Right? Usually, it's like the game is going very well, or the game is going very bad. That's usually kind of how. There's no in between. In this time, the game was kind of like a tug of war between PSG and United, and he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna take it to them. I'm gonna go after their throat." You know what I mean? So, I don't know if he's gonna start off that way with Chelsea because, look. With Chelsea, we know we know we can hurt them on the break, right? 
we know what their firepower is. We know that with Pulisic, uh, Ziyech, uh, Hudson Odoi, Mount, whoever it is, Kai Havertz, and uh, Werner and Tammy Abraham, they have Definitely. offensive firepower. They do. So I think what is I think what he's going to say is, okay, what worked well with PSG? This is what worked well, okay? What was, what was PSG's weakness? Mm. Their back line. Their back line wasn't as good. What is Chelsea's weakness? Their back line isn't as good. Okay, why should I change too much, right? So maybe I, feel, I have a feeling you may see Fred, I think, probably will be starting. But I have a feeling instead of Van der Beek, he will go for like, I don't know, more muscle in the midfield. I don't know, maybe, I, I feel, I feel uh, maybe even Pogba even. You know what I mean? Then, I feel like, you know, I'm 90, yeah. 95% sure yeah. that, you know, Pogba is going to be starting tomorrow. And for McTominay, mm-hmm. I doubt. I doubt. Yeah, I doubt if McTominay, you know, is going to play. Because, you know, if you look at our past uh, encounters, uh, you know, Ole has, you know, not really, you know, left Fred yeah. and Pogba, you know, against Chelsea because, you know, he knows, you know, we need somebody that can, you know, supply the boss to the strikers tomorrow. And Pogba, you know, does that. Because, you know, the midfield of Mkate mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Jorginho, yeah. you, you barely get that many chances so and you need to you know for you uh for you to break them mm. you know and uh, for you to break chelsea you need players that are going to like you know just throw the ball you know throw to the front but i don't know how Cavani mm. is going to mm-hmm. do tomorrow i i think Cavani is going to you know uh play tomorrow and i think he'll um, play but i don't know if he'll start I think Mason, Mason and Rashford so. probably start so. as a. But I don't really know how Mason does, you know, in, in big teams, right? Like, you know, sometimes he's, you know, shy off, you know, the biggest teams. But Rush, Rashi, you know, he's going to score tomorrow anyway. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Rush is going to score against, you know, his uh, favorite <laughs> club to score against. So, you know, but we just need to, you know, solidify our midfield. Mm-hmm. I feel, you know, there's going to be need to, like, you know, bring yeah. in either you're going to go for muscle, you're going to go, you know, for, you know, um, a lot of, um, you know, uh, flood, flood, you know, the midfield, whichever way. Because, you know, the game is going to be either one from midfield mm-hmm. and defense. And that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see. Do you think now, like, because I know yesterday you mentioned he will go five again. So do you think he's going to play the same five that he played on uh, with PSG? Or is he, are we going to see Maguire come in? <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> it, it, it is a question because, honestly, I would, I would, I would leave well Maguire on the bench, know, man. Go I would just same, say, hey, man. You're go with the same back five that played against PSG. Yeah. But, you know, Maguire being the captain, mm-hmm. there's going mm-hmm. to be, you know, uh, a whole lot of a whole lot of uh, politics if he, if he doesn't start tomorrow. So, so Ole, you know, is going to do yeah. the obvious, yeah. you know, and start Maguire. And probably Lindelof. I think so, eh? Oh, might, man. But, please, you know, no, uh, please. I know I, you know, yeah. I unfollowed United. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and followed United and two further notice, <laughs> but um, you know, I did come across you know their training picks and also like you know what Ole was saying you know about uh Twanzebe like you know Twanzebe hasn't played you know in a very 
long time, you know, and he, actually, you know, his exact words were, um, um, let me just see, his exact words were, you know, you're seeing a kid that hasn't played for, you know, um, for months and months and, you know, he takes responsibility for his development and hopefully, you know, he can have a long career at United. You know, so from that being said, you know, you can mm -hmm. kind of, you know, sense it that, you know, uh, you know, Twanzebe might start tomorrow. So it's either, I don't know who's going to partner Maguire, but either yeah. Twanzebe or, um, you know, Lindelof. Definitely, you know, I would love to see, you know, mm -hmm. uh, maybe Maguire and, uh, you know, Maguire and uh, Twanzebe, because Maguire is already there by Ole by default, even though we don't want him there, but <laughs> he's definitely going to start. So we have no choice. The only thing that we yeah. have to do now is, yeah. like, you know, look at the other options. What we have, you know, we have Twanzebe who's, you know, doing really good. And I hope, you know, uh, he doesn't start Lindelof because, you know, Lindelof doesn't really, you know, improve Maguire at all. They they both make each other look bad. No, you know, and I'll be I'll be I'll be yeah. happy tomorrow, you know, to see uh, they, they be, you know um you know play tomorrow. Sorry, but they worked for a while though. Remember when? Like, remember mm -hmm. when uh, Bruno came uh, came into the team and then we went on a crazy run? It was both of them. It was nobody else. So the, this is the weird thing. I what happened to them? It's like both of them were good. Like, they were solid. At least you can look back and you can say, okay, look, there's not a lot of pace in that back line. They don't have a lot of speed, but at least they had communication. Okay. Each person looking after the other. Each person, you know. Yeah, they also made mistakes, too. I've seen some of the mistakes they made, but then all of a sudden, like, fast forward the last six, ten games, they, they both can't, they can't, they can't play together. It's like, something happened. Or, maybe, uh, you know, welcome to the Premier League or welcome to the European League. They scouted them. They've seen, hey, mm -hmm. look, this okay. is what so, you need to do to this two of them. You know, this some is what of, you uh, need to do. One of the you factors have... that I think, uh, you know, they have contributed to that, uh, you know, uh, crazy partnership that, you know, uh, Maguire and Lindelof is because, you know, we, we, we you know, we have let them, yeah. we have worn them out. So, it, you know, the, t the times that, you know, mm -hmm. you would have benched you know, Maguire or whoever, yeah. you know, we didn't do it. And, uh, you know, the form for Maguire, you know, has no. been dropping, like, you know, for some months now. You know, when he, even though when he needed to be, you know, dropped, yeah. we still played him. And then it's also, you know, affecting the other yeah. players around him. Because, you know, you're not getting the best out of him. You need to, you know, for, yeah. for you, you know, to get the best out of Maguire, yeah. you know, you also need somebody who's also doing good. So you cannot, you cannot, put both players that yeah, are enough, absolutely yeah. doing terrible together because both their form is down right now mm -hmm. and the only way that uh, you know yep. they can come back is you know let one improve and then you know bench the other one and then once you know they both like you know yeah. start playing well and you can use the other one as a sub anyway you know Bench mm -hmm. Lindelof, start Maguire, you know, partner Maguire with somebody else. Because we talk about, you know, we always talk about, you know, partnering Maguire with somebody. But, you know, we would love to to drop him or, like, you know, start a new yeah. partnership. You know, maybe Mengi, you know, Mengi at Wanzebe. Yeah. For me, I would, you know, give those. 
yeah. a chance like you know partner up you know bay and uh Twanzebe, yeah. you know, bay but, and bay and um and uh, mm-hmm. mengi you know try different different things don't always you know rely on maguire yeah. because he's your captain no you know every captain also needs to you know really check yeah like, yeah i'm not doing well here you know coach you know i think maybe i need the rest for this game blah 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 mm-hmm. you know speak up don't just you know go and yeah. you know, continue doing bad and bad because yeah. you know the more the more you perform badly you know um the more the team's morale is going down as well you know because you as the leader you need to yeah. say you know what coach you know i have a lot of personal issues blah 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 you know like the way lingard came out lingard came out and said you know what i'm not you know in the in the right sense you know um you know like yeah my head is not in the right space right now i need right a little bit of time. you know time yeah but i think part of it though like some some players are different because i know for me right like when honestly man any whenever i play and, and things were not going yeah. right in my personal life or whatever at home um i found out that i played 20 times even better and the reason being was because yeah. that was my outlet right like football was kind of like mm-hmm. the space that i did to get into um and and impose myself right and be the guy right so some players are like that right. some players are like hey man get me out of here man you know but some players think another thing too some players think they're that way you know or they used to be that way so maybe in the past maguire if he had issues at home he takes care of it by just playing football and he gets you know he plays well but so maybe he's outgrown that where it's like the stuff that is happening uh, outside fo- outside football now has saturated his uh uh his personal life so much that it's seeping into his football life that he goes every little thing there's a tabloid about him harry Maguire does this you know there's this and the british pre- press i, I remember power. i mentioned this never underestimate the uh the, the capacity of the british press to just destroy their players love they love destroying them. their own their own players yes they backed them up Yes, they overhype them, but when any little thing happens, they just bring them down mm-hmm. in the worst way possible because that's how they make money, right? So, um, so I think that uh, maybe for him, he's just like, you know what? I think I can do this. So he goes out on the pitch, and then the manager is like, okay, well, let me let me back him. You know, let me give him that you know vote of confidence. And then he goes out, does his thing, and it comes out, you know, feeling better a little bit in a sense. Um, but part of it, though, how much is that is the player, and how much is that is Oli? Because I think Oli sometimes my one of another big criticism I have is he doesn't make the big man decision. Like, it, you know, you know what would be a big man decision? And even though I did not like Mario, Mario will come in. Oh, Pogba, mm-hmm. bench. Oh, uh, defender, you're not playing well, bench. I have options in my. You know, Mario would take that decision, and it, whether it works out for him or it doesn't work out for him. He would do it. And, but Oli, on the other hand, oh, no, you know, we'll play mm-hmm. him. He wants to play. We'll give him a shot. You know what I mean? Um, how much of that is that him? Like, when, when would he start to really put his foot down and say, look, man, I'm giving you that, 50 chances here. You like, know, that's the only it. negative thing about Oli, to be honest. Like, you know, I feel, you know, he doesn't have that, uh, you know, 
sorry to say, he doesn't have, you know, the, uh, the guts to say, you know, you know what? Maguire, you're not doing good right now. I'm going to bench you until, you know, until you sort out your issues, until you come good mm-hmm. for me. But he, he needs to step up. And, you know, yeah. that's the only way he's also going to, you know, earn the respect from his mm-hmm. players. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, some of the players, you know, they're taking things for granted. Yeah. Like, you know, we would have benched Pogba, uh, you know, that Newcastle game or blah, 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 you know. But, like, even before that, we would have benched him because he wasn't playing well. But mm-hmm. he continued to play him. Maguire, the thing. Yeah. You know, and I feel sometimes this yeah. kind of, you know, it's kind of unfair to some players. Yeah. Because, you know, they are going to see, oh, you know what, Maguire wasn't playing well but yeah. because he's English, but he continued to, you know, he continued to play. And then you go ahead, you go ahead, you know, and bench somebody who's yeah, not, exactly. uh, who not uh, English. You know, and yes, you're making a statement, but be equal. Mm-hmm. Do it all across. Don't just, you know, say, you know what, mm-hmm. this guy is, you know, English, he's my captain, blah, blah, blah. You know you should even be harder on your captain because he has to lead by example. Mm-hmm. You know? And if United exactly. is to go forward, you know, Ole needs to have, you know, some guts and say, you know what, Bruno, you're not playing well. Get a rest. Okay, Pogba, you're not playing well. Get a rest. Mm-hmm. You know, Rashford, get a rest. You're not playing yep. well. You know, until you play together as a team, you want to play as a unity, then... You know, not until then, you're going to be on the bench. He needs to make a statement. And Charlotte does it. You know, like mm-hmm. all these players, mm-hmm. all these coaches oh, yeah. that oh. have been successful, they, they have done that. And also, that motivates your, you know, your players to work mm-hmm. extra hard. You know, Feggy, you know, Fe- I always yeah. go back to Feggy because, you know, Feggy is, you know, is that coach for me? Because you know, Feggy would say, you know what, Ronaldo Beckham, I don't care, you know, how big your name, how how big your name of a brand you are, but like you know, when you are in my field, do what I tell you. You know, if you you don't perform, I'll bench you. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's Champions League final against you know uh, Madrid or against Barca or against whatever team. If you're not playing well, and you're not playing, you know, for the team, then you're you're on the bench. I don't care. I'll start Anderson. I'll start whoever, you know? But what I ask you is, you know, give in your all when I give you a chance. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. true, man. That's true. Be a big, be a big game manager. And that way, yeah. like, you know, you smile on the bench with them, you laugh with them. But at the end of the day, sometimes yeah. you just say, hey, you know, you're sitting with me today on the bench or, you know, you know, you're not getting ready. Though I've seen him do one thing, though. Phil Jones and I think Marcus Rojo, I don't think they're in the uh, 25-man uh, Premier League squad. So that's something that I, I got to say good job on him um, because, um, you know, he, he, he said, look, I don't need these players. They're not, they're not going to be here with me. And he just, you know, put on the so, side. But, um, so that's, that's but really Rojo good. And another thing, today. too, as well, like um, – yeah, he played for the under twenty three because you know he's getting uh, fitness, oh, right? Did he? So, and you know, Rojo is not that bad, to be honest. You know, okay. No, no, I, I actually, I actually like Rojo, but at the end of the day, see, look, this is the thing, right? For you, for you to instigate change in an organization, mm-hmm. you cannot have the exact same people in there, right? You can't have the exact same 
uh, um, uh, what you call it, uh, um, people who there's some sort of change needed. You can't have the exact same people that were part of the rut, part of the the the, the issues. You know what I mean? So yes. at some point, you've got to slowly weed them out. At some point, move one guy, move the other guy. You know, because if you re- if you maintain the same type of people that were there previously, how are you going to instigate change? So imagine this, right? Bruno comes in, comes into the uh, dressing room. He needs to train. He wants to train with good defenders that are going to work with. Then he's working with a guy that you know he he's not bad, but he's also not the best. And he's like, okay, why is this guy still here? Why haven't you guys sold them so you can bring somebody else? Because if they keep working with the same type of people, then it's like, okay, well, how can I become better? How can I improve my skills, right? But if you if you work with somebody like Tuan Zebe who challenges you, imagine Bruno now training exactly. with Tuan Zebe. Like, ah, exactly. This guy's a little bit tougher to, to figure out. So that's, that's the importance of, of getting change, getting rid of some players that – yeah, they may not be that bad. Like Smalling, Smalling wasn't that bad. If, if there's any person I was going to let go, I'll let go Jones 20 times before Smalling. But Smalling didn't want to stay. And Smalling just felt like, hey, look, my time is up. I've done what I need to do. I need to go. What did he do? Okay, Smalling, is your time to go. You don't want to play? Okay, there you go. Off you go. Lukaku, even though he didn't, he, 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 was, he could still have given us something, he didn't want to. He didn't want to play. He didn't want to stay. He's like, "Hey, I don't want to play anymore. I'm done. You know, I want somewhere else." And boom, he shipped him on. So, get rid of the players that you don't need, so that you can instigate change in your club. Imagine now a new player comes in and they're like, "Oh, this is now what it's like." You know what I mean? Versus, uh, versus coming into all these other guys who are just chilling, relaxing, and then you're gonna chill and relax too. You're gonna be like, "Oh, okay. I guess this is how it's like." So. I might as well put my feet up and just chill because everybody else doesn't work hard here, you know? So anyway, uh, but uh, good, good convos, man. Good chat. Good chat. Those, those are some good stuff. Um, now, uh, just uh, what did you predict again was, for uh, yesterday's, uh, you know, yesterday's um, prediction? For the, tomorrow? A 3-1 win for United. Okay. How, how well, is Ole going to get five. a 3-1 win? And you no know, two strikers, you know, start Merson and uh, Rashford. Okay. And you know, just make sure, you know, um, there's somebody, mm-hmm. you know, who's very disciplined, you know, in tracking uh, Werner. Because, you know, Werner is going to come very handy tomorrow. It's going to be a real test, yeah. you know, uh, for, mm-hmm. you know, for our defenders. And also, you know, our defenders, I think the whole team is looking to make a statement tomorrow. Because, you know, we just lost 6-1. Uh, you know, at Old Trafford. You know what I mean? And this is, yeah. this is like, you know, uh-huh. our um, yep. biggest game, you know, yeah. in the Premier League this year, so far. So, you know, we are going to need to make a statement. Yep. And, you know, if we yep. are to make a statement, then, you know, we, you know, we need to be, you know, pull up our socks. Give in our all. I don't care how we're going to score, but let's, you know, mm-hmm. let's get, let's get those games, you know, those scores. Let's score goals. You know, we need the goals tomorrow. No matter what, we need the goals tomorrow because, you know, Arsenal is coming mm-hmm. up as well. Mm-hmm. You know, right after, you know, we play Chelsea, then we, you know, uh, go to Germany yep. for the Champions League. And then, you know, uh, we're at Arsenal. 
So we need we need those goals because you know if we get those goals tomorrow, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be also you know a, a a boost for you know our our next couple games. And if we don't get you know if we don't get the win tomorrow, yeah, you know yeah. it might play you know play a good thing as well because you know um the players then you know they won't really you know relax. They'll be like, yeah, definitely you know in a champion in our next Champions League we need to revenge. Because exactly. usually what happens, you know, with United is, you know, after a big, you know, a big win like, you know, PSG, then they become relaxed. And I fear that, you know, that might be the case tomorrow and we might be yeah. found. But like, you know, Ole needs to set up the team, you know, for success. And Luke Shaw had the nickel, so he might, um, he might not play tomorrow. Yeah, uh, in training. So... Okay. You know, that's another problem, right? Like, you know, you play one game good and then you're injured, you know, blah, blah, blah. You need to consider the team, right? You know, we need that. But hopefully yeah. it's not that serious. And, uh, yeah. you know, if if it is, then, you know, Teles has to step up, you know, and Teles did amazing. But I don't know, like, you know, how he's going to, you know, do, um, mm-hmm. you know, in his first Premier League game. Because Premier League is different Premier League. Premier League, there's no underdogs. Yeah. 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 You know, because yeah. with PSG, no. they're not used to that kind of, you know, intensity kind of games. You know, for them, it's, it's a once in a while. But yeah. like for Premier League, it's intense, intense, intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every week. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> so. No man, okay, brother. Well, that that is mostly what I've got so far for today. Yeah. Um. Uh, the, you know, just to cover, I think uh, <laughs> the question for you. Um, I, I'm ex- sorry. Yeah. Uh. So you know, I did mention oh, yeah, that you know sure. I would ask, really ask love you know um a back five because you know Chelsea is coming for you know for for a revenge tomorrow. How would you line up? I just I'm curious to know like you know your lineup tomorrow. Mm-hmm. me personally man like i try not to think of these these things too much because it's you know in my back back in the day oh man i used to be crazy over there i'm like he better line up this way four three three you know striker at the top two wingers like crazy stuff like that because you know i was i would say i was a lot more naive back then because of uh I don't know. I have I had my own heart set on how United should be playing, but with these things, I try not to think too much about it now because of you know what I don't want to get my own agenda in place and then it be or not my own. I don't want to get my own thoughts in place yeah, and then the like, agenda well, comes yeah. up and then if he doesn't play the way I want him to play, then I start to freak out. Yeah, well, not, not if it was that. Like, it's just, I start to be like, oh, he's not good enough. Like, why is he doing this? Why why wouldn't he learn? You know, I just get frustrated. So now I decided to just watch the game and watch what he puts out there and just trust, you know, as I, weird. Any, some people who've heard me criticize Ole in the past will be shocked what I'm saying, but just trust Ole. Trust the manager, you know what I mean? You're the one who wants to put, there's a reason, exactly. there's something you're seeing in training there's something that must have happened that I don't know about. But now, now, now that you've asked the question, I have to answer it. Uh, for me, you know, I, I cannot, um, I cannot, um, how do I put it? I cannot ignore 
how dangerous Chelsea is offensively, right? Um, and I, if I was coaching, I'll be worried. But in the same sense, I would also like it to be a little bit of a tug of war, a little bit of a tug of war, you know? So for me, what I would do, and this is just because I'm a, I'm a crazy guy. I like going on the offensive. I like my teams just going full metal head on, head on to uh, head on against both, both sides. Okay. I will actually play four, four, two with a diamond in the middle. Um, and what I would do is uh, I, I will keep the back line the same. So I'll put Lindelof, um, Tuan Zebe, Juan Bisaka. Um, Shaw, if he's not injured, but if he's injured, then tell us um, in there. And I thought about this. This is another formation that I actually had in my head, but I, this one for me, just to keep things simple, 4 4 2. And, um, uh, yeah, and then Fred and just in the center as a cover. I don't want them to be using Fred as a guy to uh, advance the ball. I found that anytime they try to give him that role, he struggles with it. So I would honestly, I know this, I will go old school, lump it long because you want the ball at the feet of your best player. So I'm going to tell my goalie, look, I don't want to be playing this pass from the back, crazy nonsense, push everybody forward. When, when there's a goal kick, send everybody up, lump it long to like Rashford, um, or something, and then and then have Pogba as the left center mid, okay, and then Bruno as the center attacking mid, and on the right have uh, uh, Van der Beek as the right center mid. So you're gonna have two box to box guys that are just Pogba's job is to hustle, work hard, do as best as he can, um, and 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 make sure the defensive shape is right. And then you have Bruno up top with mm-hmm. Rashford and um, Greenwood, and yeah, yeah. So that's how we'll start. And and people and the only problem with this formation is if Van der Beek doesn't adapt well to the Premier League and doesn't understand that my job, like if I, if I'm helping, if I'm box to box, I'm gonna give the role a little bit more to Pogba to support Bruno a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then Van der Beek to support Fred a little bit more defensively. And reason why I'm doing this is just because uh, Pogba, when you press him, he likes to hold on to the ball, things like that. And I'll just say, Pogba, you push up a little bit higher. Uh, Van der Beek, you support just a little bit, but your job is now up and down, up and down. Fred, yes. if you have an opportunity, find Van der Beek. He will help connect the link uh, between the midfield. Um and Wouldn't then you play for my fullbacks, that's how I get the width. You know, to, I'll have to help, uh, to, to help uh, with the defense. Because I, no. I feel, honestly, I feel man, the defense I'm, is always okay. more stable. You know, when he plays. No, I, I, I actually don't believe that. I actually, I actually don't. Um, everybody, I think to an extent that is true. To an extent that is also not true. You mm-hmm. have to look at who your players are playing against, right? So imagine Matic in the center, right? Or Matic helping out uh, Fred. Let's say we put him on the left center mid and then Pogba on the right center mid. Something like that, right? Um, or, or, or double pivots or two center mids yeah. in um, uh, uh, what they call it, Matic and Fred. What, I would rather prefer McTominay to Matic in a game like this. Why? Because imagine Pulisic, Mason Mount, Kai Havertz, uh, Ziek, Hassan Odoi, Tammy Abraham, Timo Werner, 
having running the mill around that midfield. Fred will be overworked. But Fre- yeah, but like he again, like you know, Max now, and Fred have you would say maybe one wouldn't, like wouldn't it be city, you know, whereby you know we have similar, you know, type of that. I, I yeah, but that was that was then. I'm telling you, this season you would this season Matic would not yeah, be yeah. the same. He is hitting what 32, 33? man. He's feeling Fernandinho it. In the it, Premier though. League, he is feeling it. I Fernandinho. don't care what anybody says. That guy probably... Who? But Fer- Fernandinho is a different build uh, uh, compared to Matic. Matic is more of a bigger, you know, guy. You know, okay. he, 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 he is not as dynamic. Trust me. He is not as... He may, he may be able to do the job. I, I Look, I, that's why I say like This is why I don't like to get into these things because... I don't see them in training. If I saw them in training, that's a whole different ballgame. My, my opinion probably would completely change here, right? But he probably could do the job. I don't think he, I don't, I don't think he would not be able to do the job. I think he can. Um, but for me, what I, what, the way I look at my midfield, and this is why I say this is my own opinion and the <laughs> way I like, to, I like my midfield to operate and the way I coach midfield is dynamism. My midfielders need to be the most dynamic footballers ever. I think everybody says Papa, oh, Papa can't do this. He can't try back. Have you have people seen Papa play for France? Has any person watched Papa play for France? The it's guy the, does defensive it, work. It, I don't agenda, get this whole you know? thing where people say um, uh, Papa can't do it. Yeah, exactly. So he does he does defensive work. He does work hard. I don't know where people get this from. And then. Another thing too, Van der Beek. People are saying, "Oh, he's a number 10. I'm like, "Have you guys seen him for exactly. Holland, for Dutch, for the Dutch team? This guy's a box-to-box midfielder. All you need to do is coach them. If you coach them properly, you would get the right things out of them. And then people may say, "Oh, okay," because me, I believe football is width, right? Naturally, as I said, I will play four-three-three. But to be honest, we don't have the 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 wingers, in my opinion, to play four-three-three. Our so-called wingers like to come in narrow, and that's how Ole coaches them. He coaches them, you know, Rashford, you come inside, tuck inside, cut inside. Uh, Greenwood, you cut inside. Um, obviously, Marshall's a striker. And then the width comes from the fullbacks. So if I was to coach that, I will say, okay, tell us you're the guy, and uh, Wan-Bissaka, you're the guy. No, Wan-Bissaka is not very good with crosses and all that stuff, but coach him better, coach him better to put better footballs into the box so that your strikers can head the ball. Right. So what I will do is I will coach those guys in, in fullback positions to be able to put the ball better. You have tellers now who can put the ball really well inside the box. Luke Shaw, when he was under Van Gaal, used to be able, um, before he broke his leg, he used to be able to do all these crazy <laughs> things. I don't know if you remember now. his games, very different, the, the yeah. games he used to play. This guy used to bump forward like a man. There's a completely different Luke Shaw now. Back then he was he was super fit. He could do it like two way, go back and forth. But now he doesn't do it. Coach these guys better, and I can guarantee you, they can be the ones providing you the width. And then you overload the center. And by overloading the center, Chelsea their defense will 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 uh, will crumble. In my opinion, if you if you go through the center, their center backs are shaky. They can be got at. You know, and in the same way with a diamond, what are you doing? You're protecting your center because now when they have the ball, look, get, you have to get through Bruno. You have to get through Pogba. You have to get through 
uh, uh, Van der Beek, and then Fred on top of it. Come on. Who is going to get through that midfield, right? So um, the only issue is they're going to have width. And if you give them the width, that's the issue. So you have to, you have to coach the defensive side and say, hey, when they have the ball, uh, and let's say, for example, left side, Popa, you need to support better. When they have the ball on the right side, uh, Van der Beek, you need to support Juan Bissaka. You know what I mean? Things like that, right? Um, but anyway, that's that's my own thinking. I have a very, uh, um, as you said, I have a very radical way. My my own philosophy of football is the four three three, not not diamond, four three three formation. You know, f- uh, four defenders, center holding midfielder, two number eights, a wide two wide players, and a striker. That's my like own philosophy of football. Um, I'm but, saying I like uh, how you think. You know, I don't I don't wanna huh? Yeah. But I, I don't wanna impose my agenda because or my own ideas because then people will start to because then I will stop watching my team play. I will stop enjoying them play. You know what I mean? I want to enjoy my team play. So I I I, I take my uh uh I take my own lenses off and I say, okay, how can I see it off? Ole's lenses. And honestly, if if I'm Ole and obviously he hasn't worked on four diamond two, I would I would just stick by five in the back, three midfielders and in the, the center, midfield, and then two strikers. If I'm Ole, that's the best way Fred to get the best result tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that would be tough. You know, that would be probably would need to be very disciplined, man. Tomorrow, if that if they do five three two, you know, we there, also need to look at you know, to be extremely past, disciplined. You know, when tomorrow. it came, when it came to like you know games against Chelsea when Pogba played, right? So you know his statistics really, you know, they're really good, mm-hmm. and he has a point to prove, you know, because you know people are always saying, oh, Pogba this, Pogba that, and when he plays, you know, when he comes up against you yeah. know Kate, you know, you see a whole different Pogba. You know, and all he needs is just a little dynamic to say, you know what? Mm-hmm. You kind of, mm-hmm. you know, have a free role. That's what's missing with Pogba. You know, when he plays for France, oh, he's a different player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. I Like, before, when people used to say this, um, I used to kind of be like, eh, yeah, yeah, he's a different player. But man, I've, I went back because this COVID, they were showing the FIFA games, right? They showed um, France against like Argentina. Uh, I know it was high scoring, um, you know, France against Croatia. I even remember back then it was France um, against, I think, was it Peru or something? Um, and maybe Denmark. I can't remember the teams, but there were some teams they played in the World Cup and even against Belgium. And they, like, I was like, this is. This is a whole different Pogba, you know? And I think people people think, oh, because he's playing with France. I don't think it's the case. I think he is coached completely differently. If you know Didier Deschamps, Didier Deschamps, if you remember from the 1998 World Cup, this guy was the heart of that, you know, French uh, 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 midfield. You know what I mean? The heart. He had Vieira there with him. Man, they just dominated uh, uh, in the midfield in France 98. And... People forget that. People forget that the coach that coaches him on there is one of one of the best uh, uh, holding midfielders at his time okay. when he was playing. Guess what? We can um, debate about that because I mean that World Cup. 
So at United, look at the coaches yeah. that we have. Okay, we have uh, Ole striker, Michael Carrick, you know midfielder, yeah. uh, uh, Mike Phelan, midfielder mm-hmm. and um, midfielder. Uh, what's that guy's name again? Yeah, McKenna. Yeah, McKenna is also you know uh, another McKenna midfielder. Yeah. So when you have you know, I know, like you know, Michael Carrick has helped you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Scott McTominay a lot to become the player that he is today. You know, he trained him, blah blah blah. But like Michael Carrick being a defensive yeah. midfielder, you know, we call him a defensive general. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he, you know, chip in and um, mm-hmm. coach the mid, you know, the midfielders? Because we have like plenty of you know midfielder coaches. Why can't you, you know, bring that to the team? You know, say Pope, but you know what? Yeah. You know, you're doing well here and there. My, and I know Michael Carrick was, you know, at the heart of, you know, improving Fred as well. In case you didn't know, he was like, you know, mm-hmm. at the heart of it. But like, why are you, you know, only doing it to some players? Yeah. Why can't you impact, you know, the X Factor players? You know, as a, as a coach myself, I, that is hit and miss. Sometimes some coaches will be able to make an impact. Some some players resonate better with some coaches. Some players, you know, they 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 um um you know they just some of them is scenery. You know, what I mean, they they're in a different scene, and all of a sudden you see them flourish. Some players is just that maybe they're not even that's not their game. You know, what I mean, that's not their 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 style. So I think. What needs to happen? Like, as you mentioned, midfielder coaches. Mm-hmm. Let's look at Carrick, for example. Carrick was a deep, lame playmaker. Okay. He wasn't, yeah, CDM. He wasn't like the tenacious type of CDM. Carrick was not Roy Keane. Roy Keane needs to go in and just win, impose himself in the game, win every tackle. You know, every ball is his. Every pass he needs to make. Every. You know, everything goes through him because that was the kind of person Roy Keane was. Carrick was kind of like a coordinator. He's like a quarterback, you know what I mean? But he I don't he was not tenacious like you know a Roy Keane. You know, yes, a deep lane, deep line playmaker, like kind of uh he's like the English parallel, in my opinion. You know, I know Scope everybody says Scope is, but in a way Carrick was that because he went deep, he doesn't run around, he doesn't do all the crazy stuff that you see people do. Um Pogba is not a deep playing playmaker. Yes, he has the passing range. Yes, he has the skills. But the difference is Carrick can recognize danger. You know what I mean? Carrick would come in and say, okay, I know my limitations. I'm not the quickest guy. I don't have the greatest pace. I don't have, uh, you know, I'm not the strongest. But I know I have very good vision. And I know I can move the ball 20 times better. And I know how to position myself for the next opportunity. I can think 20 steps ahead of the other guy. That was what Carrick was good for. Papa, on the other hand, he is a whole different beast. You know what I mean? He comes in, the way he receives the ball as a, as a midfielder is completely different. His positioning, positional sense in that key role, in that deep-lying playmaking role, is not, his awareness is not as intense as Carrick's was, to be honest. So in a, in a way like that, what... And what that comes down to maybe is a tactic. Some people say push Papa to the left, uh, uh, just a little bit more to the left. I think Papa is a box-to-box midfielder, in my opinion. I don't think he's a, a deep-line 
uh, playmaker or uh, an attacking uh, midfielder. I don't think that's his game. I think he is a box-to-box midfielder, but requires you need to give him a little bit more freedom and less restriction. You know, you're, you're holding mid. You tell your holding mid, stay there. You don't have any restriction. I mean, you're, I mean, you have a lot of restrictions imposed on you because this is what I want you to do. But Pogba is like, no, I need you to go around on that left area, support the winger, support the striker, support the attacking mid, um, you know, and then with your passing range, spread the field, spread the field. But the one thing that I, 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 will, I will coach him on is, um, okay, you know, people are pressing him. They get, he, where he receives the ball is the most important thing. So this is where the tactical side comes in. If he's receiving the ball on the deep side, no, that's not where you should be. You should be asking Pogba to be to be receiving the ball. I would say Pogba, I'm gonna push you up a bit, push you up into zone number three, yeah, zone number four. Receive the ball there. If he loses yeah. it there, mm-hmm. ah, we can still. There's, the danger is not as deadly. Exactly right. But if he's if he is in the um, holding midfielder role, the playmaker role. Um, or deep line playmaker role, and he receives the ball, all of a sudden my heart skips. I'm like, what are they doing? So what I would tell, I would say is, Popa, just go up. Go up, buddy. Go up. It's okay. This is why I say, if it was me, I would be saying, lump it long. Lump it to Rashford long. Lump it to Marcia long. I know people say, well, they're not holding strikers. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Just lump it long. The second ball, that is where I'm going to say, okay, Popa should be aged now because – now he's now he gets the ball, then he can now start okay. to play the games that he wants to play from their own side, not from our own side. You know? Now, and then the other thing is if yeah. you're gonna give him the ball on your side, have a guy like Fred. Remember when we had Herrera? Herrera used to be that guy. What he would do is he would come, he would sit beside Pogba. If Pogba receives the ball, what well, he says, okay, give me the ball. Give me the ball. He gives him the ball, Herrera puts it somewhere else, or Herrera gives it back to him. They keep the tempo moving. Da, 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 da. They're always Arteta was very good with that. That was one thing. Mikel Arteta was very good. He was so metronomic. Every pass is like, you know, you can see him being there to support, but keeping the chains moving. And that's why I always say Van der Beek could be that guy too, because he can come in, keep the chains moving, keep it simple. Give me the ball, I give it back to you, or I'll give it to somebody else. You know what I mean? So Herrera used to do that. That's why. Since exactly. the loss of Herrera, United, Ole's United has never been the same again. If you look back, remember that, remember that streak? Who was the key there? It was not Pogba. Mm-hmm. It was Herrera because he knew how to accommodate a guy like Pogba. So all, all this stuff, when I, even when you look at it in yeah, France, Kante, is, Kante you know, the, Pogba loses the ball there too. Like they, but Kante they, is there to support know, it. Kante comes in. Yeah, so that's that's the way it is. Like, just go in there, give him the support. Have Fred come in. Hey, Fred is just gonna come in. Hey, I want the ball. I just just give me the ball. You're there's three guys pressing you right now. Give it to me. He gives it to him. Fred takes it over to somewhere else, or they may now draw the press to Fred, and then Fred gives it back to Papa. Boom! There you go. So you he needs those type of players around him, and I think he has that type of player in Bruno offensively, but defensively from a Defensive, creative shape. He doesn't have that, or, or and that's where I think Vanda Fred Vanda should be the guy. Fred is mobile; there. he can do it. 
Ah, uh, I, I need to see more of Van der Beek. Honestly, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I've seen him in Netherlands. He's a, as I said, he's a great box to box midfielder, but with, um, uh, uh, you know, with United, I need to I need to see him. I need to see him more. His passing, his passing ability, I love that guy, man. I actually wanted Donny Van der Beek. I, I before whenever when you know the transfer season is about to start, I said I asked for three players. I'm like Van der Beek, Thomas Aparte, and Sancho. For me, that was it. Like people say, oh, what about a center back? I get it. You know, we could have gotten a center back, whatever. But I didn't think United were going to invest in another center back after paying that much money in Maguire. So for me. It was Van de Beek, Thomas Aparte, uh, Thomas Partey, and Sancho. Those were my guys. I like Van de Beek, and when they got Van de Beek, I was so happy, man, because I had seen him play for Ajax, and I was uh, in in the Champions League against Tottenham. Uh, but I haven't seen him enough in United to say, okay, he can be that guy to play the holding mid. Um, he oh, may be able to do it. That kid is intelligent. Don't 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 underestimate that boy, man. He's so intelligent. Yeah, but it depends on Ole, on what, what – it depends if can Ole coach him to become that guy? Does Ole have the time to coach him to become that guy? Or can Ole just say, look, eh, you know what? Um, I want I, – I have other players there. I think he can be more useful okay. somewhere else. Yeah, because, so, you know um, – uh, Van de Beek maybe, but I think know, I need it's, to um, it's, it's nice that, you know, you are saying, you know, Van de Beek, uh, you know, needs to be a little bit, you know um, – you know, to be shown to the world, you know, especially like, you know, in the United shirts to see what. And I think we are all going to believe, you know, we are all going to agree. Yeah. Uh, the fact that definitely, you know, yeah. we need to see more of him. And also, uh, like, you know, it, it, all they was saying in each and every game that he goes mm-hmm. in, he has, uh, you know, three tactics. And what I don't really see is, you know, those three game plans that mm-hmm. he has. Sometimes I just feel like, you know, we are always doing those long balls and you end up losing them. Like, you know, you get the ball from the midfield, you know, uh, smash it to the wing and then, you know, we lose it. Those those long air balls. Some, I... Yeah. Well, I don't think... I don't think he plays a lot of long air balls, though. I think... I, I think he tries to move the ball from the mm-hmm. back through players that don't know how to move the ball from the back very well, in my opinion. I think, you know, Maguire, they, they try to make Maguire look like uh, a saint, you know, Saint Maguire. He knows how to move the ball. Honestly, I've watched him enough to say, like, look, guys, just stop it, man. Push everybody forward and along. Maguire does not have the passing range to do it. Lindelof has the passing range. But for you to be able to do that, you need to have two center backs that are very skilled in doing that uh, uh, proficiently. Like, look at City. As much as you don't like them, they have players that can... Their center backs all know how to move the ball from the back. All of them. John Stones, Aymeric Laporte, Ruben Diaz, uh, even Otamendi even. That guy, even though he sucks, he can move the ball from the back. So you have these players that can do it in those clubs. As the coach, you always need to understand. Oh, really? Play to your player's strengths. Can Juan Bissaka move the ball from the back? I don't think so. That guy struggles. Yeah, so push everybody up and just say to hell with it. You know, lump it long. That should be, in my opinion, that should be his start-off play. That's my opinion. Your start-off play from a goal kick should be just send it off long 
and then the second try to win the second ball and then keep possession that way, moving it from you know uh, uh, looking at breaking the lines yeah. or utilizing the wings through passing, not involve anything like that, right? So, but at the end of the day, like I said, like man, I don't, I hate doing these kind of things sometimes because I know that as a coach. When you work with these players, it's a whole different ballgame. I've been there. I work them. I work. I work with kids. I've worked with men, and I've seen me myself coach the hell out of these these guys. And sometimes they yeah. do it to perfection, and sometimes they don't even do it at all. You know what I mean? So he may be doing all this stuff. He may be coaching them, and the players are just you know. You also have to recognize what is the player seen in that match. They may have noticed. Oh. That left back is not doing very well. Livan Kurzawa yeah, is exactly. not doing. He's pushing up too high. Send it behind him. Send the ball long behind him. You know, maybe that's what. Right. So, so I, no, I tried. I tried not to get into into these situations. <laughs> I used to do no, this a lot, and uh, you no, know, we get to like just, you know, discuss. Yeah, I, I had high things, blood you know, pressure. <laughs> uh, these are some of the things that can also you know help us as we are all you know interested into uh, you know doing. Um, you know, football taking football as you know a career, right? You know, so it's it, it's vital that coaching, you know, get coaching to, you know talk about these because you know, yeah. Uh, for most of us, we're talking from you know, um, you know, a fan's perspective, and um, you know, we it's also you know very good, like you know, you're mentioning that you know you're a coach, yeah. you know, then we can kind of you know get uh, also you know from a coach's perspective, you know, because. The fans, we 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 don't really, you know, take note of like, you know, what really mm-hmm. goes on behind the scenes, you know, and uh, sometimes, you know, we just tend to uh, speak mm-hmm. without, mm-hmm. like, you know, thinking about, you know, uh, everything being that, involved. That and uh, I know we, you know, like uh, earlier on, we're talking about, like, you know, how Ole can, you know, maybe mm-hmm. motivate, the, you know, the players to, you know, to perform to their best. And uh, Ole did mention that, you know. These new players, they need an arm around them. Like, you know, they need a little bit of, you know, more love than before. So that's why he's not, you know, that aggressive to them. But like, you know, it's hard, you know, in modern football, you know, to get the best out of, you know, mm-hmm. these crybabies. babies. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I agree to an extent, but I also think that's not true. I think this modern, the modern players get picked on way easy, way yeah, more, way more easier them, than you know, they're giving people, people, people think, to, in my to opinion. Give, you know, to I, show I, them, I, like, you I, know, if you are, um, if, if we had to do a poll right now, like, oh, um, how is Pogba, blah, 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 yeah. you know, Pogba gives, you know, a lot of, um, you know, reasons to be, you know, to be gone against, you know, and that's the thing about these new players because you know they're giving yeah, I, the fans, yeah, you know, the reason I agree, to, you know, to attack but, them, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, I agree with you to an extent. I think that, for example, some of the things I think, look. I'll be honest here, man. I'm not oh, like Pogba's no. biggest fan. Um, in fact, I actually never wanted Pogba to come back. I was like, we could have used that 90 million. We could have, yeah, I know. We could have, I was like, we could have used that 90 million and invested on two other great center midfielders. I don't know why we're spending on Pogba, but that was my opinion then. 
you know, and then Paul back into the club. He's my player. You know, yeah. I'm, I got to support him. But I also at the same breath, I also say, hey, if he's got to go, he's got to go. But on, on the same, the things I think people pick on are stupid things. For example, Baba was injured. He had an injury with his leg and he was away. You know, Baba, right. ends, up, Baba ends up going to his brother's wedding or his cousin's wedding or whatever. He's that. Yeah, his brother, yeah. And then people start making people like, oh, what is this brace? I'm like, you guys don't understand the African culture, man. Look, if I was like my brother, Victor, Vic was injured for the longest yeah. time. Victor, after a while, after three months, he was off cast. His leg was, his leg was not good, but at least his leg was good enough. He can walk. He can do little things, right? He can dance if he wanted to, right? So yeah. people have to like criticize him. And I think some of those criticisms are BS criticism. Look at Marshall, for example. Marshall hasn't done anything wrong. There's nothing about him on the news. Oh, Marshall is a... You know, it's like, guys, like, I think sometimes these players are, are heavily criticized for no reason at all. I honestly believe it. I truly, truly believe it. You know, it's like, what more can he do? So, Papa ended up being fed up. You know, he was he was nice. He's like, okay, Papa said, okay, I'm, I want to leave the club, right? Lukaku says, I want to leave the club. I'm not going to play this single other game. If you guys try to pick me, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to say I'm injured. That's what Lukaku did. Next minute, Lukaku gets a move. Pompa, on the other hand, being a nice guy, hey, I don't want to play anymore. I want to go, you know, get another opportunity to move to the club. Guess what they say? They say, oh, Pompa is the worst. How dare he? He's this, he's that. It's like, guys, the guy wanted to leave, and you guys didn't let him leave. Lukaku wanted to leave, and you guys let him leave. Young wanted to leave, and you guys let him leave in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Why not Pompa? And guess what? You know, a whole lot of um, all these, you know, negative energy uh, that we accept as, you know, as United family uh, is coming from, you know, the rivals. Yeah, it is. You know, but it's, it's the also, rivals it's that, also... are, that are like, oh, Pogba this, Pogba that, you know. And uh, then we also fall into the trap of like, you know, entertaining those. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's why, look, I always say, look, man, if I always say if you want to, um, if you're looking for a scent, Sports, turn to God. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always say, turn to God. Forget these guys are human beings. They will they will disappoint you a million times over. Stop mm-hmm. putting your faith on human beings. Put your faith onto God. Forget human beings. You know what I mean? And that's what I would say. Like, don't stop looking for people want these guys to like swear their hearts out to the club. Look, if Papa if Papa became trash, United will sell him in a heartbeat. They will not even think about it. So, yeah. What is wrong with a player looking after themselves? You know, this, this, whole, this whole loyalty thing people talk about, I think they criticize the generation unfairly, in my opinion. I think um, uh, 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 the football culture is, is toxic, is wrong. We're in the banter age right now of football, where people, I, I, brought, I mentioned this in the chat, where people are no longer thinking, people are no longer patient, Everybody's reacting to things instead of like having the insight. Think through, yeah, yeah, exactly. The think through, like you know, if you were in those shoes, what would you do? Mm-hmm. What would you do? Right. So, I, I, is, you know, I think I feel like you know we expect all these players to be perfect, you know, but yeah, we yeah. definitely forget that you know these are human beings, you know, who also face the same yeah. struggles that we face. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
Yes, everybody thinks that um, uh, 10 million uh, pounds a year will solve all your problems. Would it make your life easier? Absolutely, freaking lutely. But the reality is um, it would not solve all your problems. In fact, it may even bring more problems. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so um, I, 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 I think people, people uh, just go after them for no reason. Me, me, when I was younger, I, I used to think the same way. I was like, man, if I had a contract 10 million pounds a year, you know, my life is set. I would do everything right. But I, I was never in that situation, man. You put me in that situation at that age, who knows what I would have done. So um, mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, 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 these players, I don't think they're soft. I just think that they're not understood. And I think it needs a different mindset to understand them. You know, Mourinho used to be all over these guys. He, used to, he, 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 he loves his old school type of guys. But look at him now. Look at what has, what has happened with him and Ndombele. Things have changed. Before he used to, you know, he, he would criticize Ndombele. Ndombele is like, I want to leave. Now look who's playing for him. Ndombele is playing for him. So I, I don't think they're soft. I just think that people... Uh, uh, yeah, I think people are, are quick to criticize them without really understanding that the game, yes, has changed. The modern game is different. But, and there's different ways to work with people. You know, mm-hmm. so anyway, but all right, man, this, this is good, man. This is really good. This is a very, very great chat. You know, we are, I didn't even know that we are at two hours at this oh, point. Are we? So <laughs> yeah, one hour, 52 minutes. Damn, I thought that was like, you know, 45 minutes now. <laughs> no, man, it would be good. That This this what always happens every time I talk about United. Yeah. I could talk for five hours, you know, if I could. But uh, you know, just to keep it, keep things as is, and so that any 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 of the viewers <laughs> don't have to shut down everything they're doing just to listen to us. I know. Um, right. It's it good, man. I think we should maybe one of these days we'll do another session like this, you know, and just a uh, uh, united uh, coverage, and um, you know, it, sh- it would be good. It'll be definitely, good, definitely. You know, there's uh, a whole lot of you know things that we can you know. Um, you know, we are going to talk, you know, off the uh, off the podcast on, you know, some of the things that we can, you know, maybe discuss, uh, you know, to maybe like, you know, also get the viewers, you know, um, stuff that they would, you know, love us to discuss about United, you know, stuff like yeah. that, right? You know, because we are doing this for, you know, for the viewers, right? You know, and so yeah. um, for everybody that, you know, is going to listen to this podcast, you know, keep on supporting us, you know, keep on supporting the movement, you know, we're doing this for the love of the game, you know, and uh, mm. if you guys have, you know, any other suggestions on how we can make this show better, let us know. Yeah, man, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'll be honest, though, in a way, I cannot do it for myself. It's a little bit therapeutic, man, it's, <laughs> you know, but I get to talk, you know, I don't have to keep all these bottled up emotions about, like, my team. Yeah. I get to open and talk about them so uh but no it was fun man it was really fun but um you know thanks for thanks for joining today uh king mo mula and um, you already know there's only one king mo mula in the building <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, your socials man your socials you're right that's how it goes anywho uh you know good luck tomorrow you know uh tomorrow we have a big game so you know i'm hoping vic is going to come and you know uh, either I'll cry or he's going to cry, you know, when watching the game. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll both cry. Tie, a, a tie draw. Some stupid VAR, is, for, VAR thing happens and it's a tie. I'll, or be, I'll be happy thing. with a tie anyway. As long as we don't lose, uh, I'm happy. I don't like I losing. want us to win. Losing is not part yeah. of my life. Uh, I want us to win. I want us to take it to them and make make a statement, secure the bag, 3-2. I, that's what I want. If we get 3-2, three, three, two, two? Mm, yeah, man, that's what yeah, I'm asking for, it. man. I think it's very doable. Yeah. You know, like tomorrow is yeah. huge, 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 huge. So, you know, let's see, you know, how everything goes. Yeah, brother. Awesome. All right, Thank man. you so much and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. And uh, for our viewers, <laughs> good night or good morning, wherever you, you know, you're going to listen to this podcast from. Um, yeah, catch you guys later. Take care, man. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye.